quickly say something controversial. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Pint of Politics podcast. This is episode number, oh, actually, is it 39? <laughs> could, be, could be 39. I might be 40. I don't know. Hang on. I, I, I need to, this is horrific, you know, horrific planning here. Hang Professionalism, on, hang on. I like it. I know, I know. I, know. I should have like, normally I put a little note on, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this episode. It's episode 39. It is episode 39. Okay, okay. We're there, we're there. Um, and I'm joined by, um, it is Dan Smith from the Talk Tonight uh, podcast. Dan, how are you, mate? Very well, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Uh, obviously, yeah, you were on mine uh, a while back, so it's good to... Uh, to the roles reversed mm. i'm excited you know obviously this is the the famous podcast which housed miss emily rachel so yeah there you go. I can you, live up to those standards you're in you're in the uh you're in the hall of fame now with with yeah. such greats as as emily rachel um <laughs> so yeah yeah i know mate that's that's literally the the hall of fame for you um yeah so for those who don't know um i went on dan's podcast a, well, a few a while ago now i think it actually was sort of earlier this year um and i thought you know we'll return the favor here um because you know we're all about all about reciprocation and, and equality here on the point of politics podcast so uh dan do you want to sort of explain a little bit uh about uh talk tonight for our listeners who perhaps don't know perhaps not heard of you so just sort of tell us a bit about it you know a bit about what what kind of work you do what kind of stuff you do um yeah yeah, of course. So obviously, Talk Tonight, inspired by Oasis, that famous song written by Noel, um, one of the best Absolutely. Oasis songs. I was yeah. about to say that one of my it's one of my favourite yeah. Oasis songs, if not my favourite Oasis song of all time, but carry on. Definitely, it's got to be up there. Um, so yeah, inspired by that. Uh, funnily enough, I'm not actually the biggest Oasis fan. I wouldn't, ah. Not even in the top you know, 50% of people in terms of songs I know I'll listen to, like, they're never my band that I go to. Like, that would be, of course, Acting Monkeys, but... Fair play, um, fair yeah, play. Inspired by Oasis and then we thought, right... So, obviously, we did the podcast first time round. It was just me and my co-host, Harry, messing about for it. We'll do it serious, starting lockdown. Interviewed bands. So, it started out with a band called The Book Club, who had 10 followers at the time. And, obviously, it peaked earlier this year when we interviewed Tom Grennan. So it went from zero to a hundred real quick. Mm. And then since that interview, it's sort of been a weird period because obviously we've got to that height now where it's like, what, what can we do to surpass that? How can we get better and improve? And the way we're doing that is moving away from Zoom and uh, interviews online and we're moving to face-to-face interviews and doing sort of promo work for bands so I've been I did my first one with a lad called Jess Campbell in Manchester really upcoming and working with a guy from the underclass in Stoke to do some promo work for them and this is the sort of thing we're going to be doing now obviously we did a lot of stuff on politics in the lockdown because you know everyone was talking about it we thought we'd jump on the bandwagon we've got no qualifications we have no knowledge about it let's talk politics yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what you're doing and no, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, i've got i've got an a level so does that oh count? yeah class, yeah yeah not, not got a degree question yet. time come back to, come back to me next year and i might have a degree in it yeah so it's exciting times for a podcast and yeah that's yeah. basically in a nutshell. Nice, nice. So yeah, very exciting times uh, for, for your pod there, mate. It sounds very interesting. So like the face-to-face stuff, are you still going to be doing like interviews and things? Are you going to 
how are you going to engineer that one? Yeah, so one of the guys who is in our team, Jake, he's actually a, video, a videographer. No. Um, funnily enough, where I actually work, a company called Academy, he works for our main competitor, Skills okay. Network. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't know that when he started working, but he's a bit of a fucking bastard for that. But anyway, yeah, so he obviously does documentaries and records stuff. So having a cameraman with all the equipment, really helpful so first one we did an interview he did an original song which has never been heard before he did a cover of talk tonight did a little fun quiz about the history of manchester and stuff like that so it was a nice i think it's about 20 minutes long still editing it and yeah it's completely different vibe from zoom and the online communication because like there's so much more you have to do in person like yeah, yeah. completely different for the first time it was really good fun actually but it's completely different i was a bit when you're behind the camera i feel like you're more at ease whereas mm. that i was actually a bit nervous for it yeah to be yeah, yeah. So i'm a bit i'm a bit on edge i wore my sunglasses so you can't see my eyes oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah flickering but yeah, yeah it was yeah, good yeah. it was good yeah, man, definitely. I mean, I, that's it's quite difficult, like, um, for us with our pod, because it's sort of, obviously, we're all, we're all in different places now. Like, obviously, I'm mm-hmm. in Leeds. We've got Liam, who's in Manchester. Joel has just moved to Germany. Uh, and Sam's going to be in London next year. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't really like that. I don't like Zoom as much, just because I think it's, when you're sort of in person, it sort of flows better and, like, you sort of bounce off people a bit better. You know what I mean? Um, you get better vibe from it. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. And like, it's it's just it's a lot nicer. So like last year, like me, Sam, and Joel, who were originally who started it, like we we all lived within about five minutes of each other, so we'd all mm. do it in person. Um, obviously, like you know when when lockdown allowed and all that. Um, but like, course, yeah, 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 of course, of course, get that in there. I don't get the government bashing me door down. Um, but yeah, no. So it it was good then, but obviously. Yeah, we've all just completely. Well, I mean, I've I've stayed here, so if anything, they've buggered off. It's it's me, <laughs> not it's us, me, it's me who's left. Yeah, nah. So, but we, yeah, we 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 do want to get sort of something a bit more, a bit more professional sort of going. But I mean, we're we're skint students, so it's that's it's it. A bit that's of a pipe, it. bit of a pipe dream at the moment, I think. Um, so yeah, yeah. So, like Zoom's just a convenience tool. Is now reading is. something today on LinkedIn about is the Zoom era coming towards an end? Yeah. Uh, first face interviews obviously now allowed in, in the workplace. Obviously, everyone's back in the office. Yet, Zoom is still making record revenue. So, yeah. you know, it's. I'm not too sure. I think it will always be here now. I don't yeah, think I, th- I think will, I think yeah, people but... will. Yeah, I think people will just kind of revert to it. I mean, it's it's. Like I say, it's, it's convenient for me. Like I, I can use it for free, like with university. So I've got the recording function. I've got, and you know, ultimately it, it puts me in touch with guests that I wouldn't, you know, necessarily have yeah, the chance to meet face to face. You know, meet arranging something face to face is a lot harder, isn't it, than going mm. all right? You know, you because you got a sort of time, a place, you got they got to travel there. You've got to potentially travel. You know, it's whereas on Zoom, you they just sit in their room or whatever. That's it. Like, obviously, Zoom, we were able to do two a week every week. And now, like, in person, we're looking at one every two months, possibly just because it'll mean me having to go up to Manchester on a train, which is, you know, 30 to 60 quid. And then, obviously, yeah. I've got to pay for other people's travels and just arranging all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's expensive, but I suppose, you know, 
you got to do something innovative and different to get noticed, get the sponsorships coming in. So you do, you do uh... mate, you do. That's exactly <laughs> what, you know, I keep trying to crack. I keep trying to think, well, I've got to do something, you've got to do something. And it's, yeah, stressful time, mate. It's stressful, but it is, it is mate, it is. Um, so, yeah, obviously you, you spoke about the fact that you've start, you started the podcast in lockdown. Um, so that was obviously over a, well, yeah, over a year ago now, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. April. April, April, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So, how much would you say you've learned sort of from that point? Obviously, you mentioned that you started with a very, very small episode. And, um, you know, you've obviously done the Tom Grennan episode, which I thought was really, really good. And that's when I saw you even got him on, I thought, oh, bloody hell, that's, that's, (laughs) that's cool. It was a weird one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we arranged it with him before he was number one really okay, yeah, yeah so we actually spoke to him before that um and then he released his album and everyone suddenly loved him he did that song yeah. henderson he's on the radio it was on the one show he was on bbc radio one and i was like he won't come on ours now but even though we arranged it months before yeah, it was yeah. like it won't happen now because he's mainstream mm. and then he, he still showed up so fair play to him you know yeah, that's yeah. where i had a lot of time for that stand um, up going but yeah, into, uh, I mean, that was uh, quite nerve-wracking because obviously he does interviews every day with like mm. other people. So it was like, how can we, you know, stand yeah. out a bit? Did you, did you have to sit there and be like, how do I not make this interview like boring for him? You know what I mean? Yeah, we were, were trying to ask him like different questions that I don't think he would have heard. Mm. I feel like we did an all right job. But like, it's something we've learned. Like when we started, we'd write down, me and Harry would write down five questions each. I would ask them very linear, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your influences? Where did it all start? How did the bands, like, boring? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, no, I imagine that's the kind of thing that, like, bands and artists get asked literally all the time. That's it. And it just didn't flow. It was just like, right. So, what are your influences to tell us? And when they go, oh, yeah, we love whoever, David Bowie, we're just like, yeah. all right, cool. So what's so what's next in fact? It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah, David Bowie, I got a great story about him. And obviously yeah. I do because I well, love Bowie, but yeah, yeah. like in the early days, I was afraid to sort yeah. of speak. I thought it needs to all be about the band. It done it. It needs to be a conversation. That's what yeah, podcast 100%, 100%. is. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's I think and, we had the we had the similar thing really with that when we started. It was very much like I'd write a plan. A bit like yourselves, obviously, you'd write questions, but like we ignore it most of the time. Our episodes just like me, Sam, Lee, and maybe Joel if he decides to show up, um, talking about politics and stuff. So, but I used to sit there and go, I still do write schedules, but I used to sit there and be very rigid with the schedules. But now, mm-hmm. like, if, I think when you listen, when I listen to our episodes back when I edit them, I think like we get we go off on like little tangents, um, which I quite like. It does mean I have to do a bit more editing because sometimes someone will say something and I go, I actually cannot put that. Out on on a public <laughs> platform with my name yeah. attached to it, um, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's it's you've hit the nail on the head. Really, it's got to be a conversation. It's got to flow sort of nicely. Is obviously when you're interviewing someone, you're interview like it is an interview, but you've got to sort of try and make it enjoyable for them and therefore enjoyable for the listeners. You know, I feel I feel like uh, an audience could, if it's a particularly high profile, like Tom Grennan, for instance, they could, anyone could go on YouTube and listen to watch some like three minute interview where Tom Grennan tells you about who he listened to when he was a kid and mm. all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
but like he was talking about how he moved back in with his parents in lockdown, which is obviously like I don't I hadn't heard that anywhere before. No, I'd never um, heard that, no. Because I listened to a lot of the interviews he did like on the one show and stuff before to see like we're not asking the same things. Yeah, yeah. And I I'd, I'd never heard that. I was like I just kicked off like how's lockdown for you and you told us that I was like that's quite mm. interesting. Never heard that yeah. before. But it, he wasn't actually my favourite one, but you can tell not? the difference. No, no, no. You can tell the difference when you speak to an artist who's done it for a while because they're a mm. bit bigger yeah. and a band who's like unsigned and does interviews very rarely. You can really tell the difference with how they communicate. Mm. One of my favourites was a band called Black Honey. Right, um, yeah, yeah. I've been a fan of them for years. Like going back, I think it's like 2017. I've got a signed poster. Um, oh, really? Um, fanboy, Manchester. Yeah, yeah. I've got like pictures with her in 2016 when I oh, had a Stone Roses top on and like, a quiffed <laughs> up hair. Uh, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't dare wear that now. But, but yeah, bloody hell. Like, I was quite nervous for that because big fan. Mm. And speaking to them, and we got really deep into it about the issues for women in the music industry. Oh, nice. And she was obviously, because they're one of the rare indie bands with female-fronted singer. Mm. Um, and she was speaking about the issues and not being picked for festivals and stuff like that. And I thought, this is this is good content. Do you know when I was yeah, doing it, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. like, actually decentness, yeah. rather yeah. than spurging out the same stories or, like, same questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, this is actually interesting. This is in- <laughs> and you can content. tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, and when you speak to a band who obviously hasn't played, like, I'm not slagging them off, but if you've not played many shows or you've only released two songs, mm. you've not got many stories to tell. Yeah. You've not yeah. had those, you know, those experiences to talk about. It's just like the same as everyone else. Yeah, I went in the studio at uni and we released a song. It's really good. Go listen to it now. Whereas mm. they're <laughs> talking about real experiences about how she's yeah. literally been discriminated in the music industry for being yeah, a woman. Literally, yeah. It's like, it's fascinating to be honest. Yeah, no, but, it is. Yeah, sorry, that was actually on the week where the Wolf Alice singer came out about Marilyn Manson and his right. abuse. I think that's yeah, actually yeah. where the whole thing came from. Right, so okay, obviously, yeah. it was a real, you know, in the topical, moment. yeah, yeah, it was topical, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that was one of my favorite interviews we ever did. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's like I say, it's it's always when it sort of going somewhere you're maybe not expecting it to go as well. Mm. So you didn't you didn't particularly plan for that to be brought into it. No, no, not at all. The fact that it comes up and it's it's quite nice. Yeah. It's I, organic, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're the best ones. I, I, I one of my favorite episodes that we've done is actually one where I probably speak the least in, which I don't know, might be something to do with the reason why I like it. But it was when the <laughs> the whole Piers Morgan Meghan Markle thing was going mm. on. Yeah. Um and I and obviously that sparked a whole debate about the royal family and stuff. So I just thought, right. I want to get I want to get a debate on and I want to get two people one for each side and, and I'll just yeah. yeah and I and I did it and so the, the guy who was pro royal was a guy a bloke I know from uni really well um and the the, the guy who was anti-royal was um one of Liam's mates so Liam's one of our co-hosts the lad from Manchester one of Liam's mates came on and, and he was very anti and it was just it was so good listening to it because it just it it felt like I was in a pub and like yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to like just two mates and it was it was civilized as well. It wasn't like oh mm. you, you dickhead you're you know all this. Yeah, yeah. It was, they were both so 
well-informed and articulate. And I actually got so many, like, I think that might be one of the, other than the Emily Rachel episode, that might be one of the episodes I had the most like comments on because a lot of yeah. people came back to me and said that was like really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to listen to like, just normal people as well. You can listen to anyone on the sort of telly, have a debate about it. Some, you know, expert on the Royal family and then someone else. But you, you know, the fact that it was just sort of two fairly normal, you know, guys, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was quite, it's quite nice. Obviously they weren't too normal because they wouldn't have known anything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to be careful. Um, I suppose it m- yeah. must be quite hard, like talking about politics because people very rarely, you know, are able to see the other side of it. Like in politics, especially, mm. you have your own views, and then you won't listen to someone else. Yeah, yeah, no, um, definitely, it's very hard. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it, it is hard. You've got to sort of find. You've got to be when you're like when you're doing it, and I think in general as well with politics. Like, obviously, I'm a politics student, so I would probably be more inclined to say this. But you've got to appreciate and listen to other people's views. You don't gain anything out of just completely dismissing what another person's saying. Yeah, I think yeah. There's actually a lot to be gained from hearing other person's point even if it even if it convicts you more of your own belief even if you listen to them and go actually i believe my my opinion even more now that's fine at least you've learned something from it you know what i mean yeah because i mean i follow you on twitter and i see all your tweets all the time it's always i'm gonna go at someone (laughs) and um it's always really hard to pinpoint your actual stance on anything Mm. because i feel like some things you can be incredibly passionate about, especially yeah. MK Dons. <laughs> and, um, but then like, you'll say something which, I, from my point of view, would be from like the other side of mm. point of view. Like, for, I, I can't think of any examples off the top yeah, of my head. No, you no, might no, say yeah. something which is like no. hardcore labor, and then the other day you might be like teetering on touring. I'll be like, where does yeah, this guy yeah, actually yeah. sit? No, like, I can I never don't... fucking pinpoint you. Uh, no, I can't even pinpoint myself, to be honest. Uh, at, the, in, at the current club, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite moderate, I think. It, it's... I would put myself more on the left side of the spectrum. And actually, to be fair, in a in, for next week's episode, um, we're all going to sit and do a political compass test. Like, so you'll know after that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we're all going to sit and do that. <laughs> but um, I don't know why I thought that'd be a good idea. I just thought it'd be funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so no, nah, I, I, yeah, I, I do have, I do have a, a bit of a mix, I guess, from sort of all sides. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, a, not definitely not a Tory. I never vote Tory, so that's let's just clear that up. Put that on the yeah, of course, course, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, maybe when I'm like 50 and filthy rich, and it actually benefits me. But I don't that's know. it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so who you've spoke about? Obviously, your favourite guest. Spoke about Tom Grennan, who's probably your most high-profile guest that you've had. Who's your dream yeah, guest? Who would you well, want on the most? <laughs> well, it's disappointing because person I would want on the most is his dad has passed away as David Bowie right he yeah. would have been the one because no chance of getting him on now though uh, well you never know mate <laughs> <laughs> you never know he may come back to life Maybe. he might not even just, just, nah. just to come back on the pod yeah mate it, he'll hear it's about a great it. opportunity for him he'll to be honest <laughs> I mean to be honest we're actually a level above him now like I think so great uh, opportunity yeah, for him yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. He, he would have been some of the some of the stories you read about him about mm. how he played a gig in Berlin and everyone on the east side came to the wall and that basically mm. sparked a whole revolution not directly but you know what I mean it was a yeah, massive yeah. cause and how he wrote songs all about Germany so fascinated but I'd love to hear mm. his side of it yeah yeah, Obviously, yeah. living it, it, 
I'm going to say Alex Turner because all of Arctic Monkeys, but I've seen him in interviews and I don't think you get much out of him. I feel he's, like he's, a, be, he's a classic sort of Yorkshireman, I think, and he's sort of a bit, you know. Yeah, I feel like it'd be a bit boring, to be honest. It'd be quite mm. a difficult one to do. I'd love to get Van McCann on. Van McCann, yeah. Yeah. He might, have a bit, he might have a bit more free time now. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'd be interesting because all we've done for the past year is slag them off. You have, <laughs> feel, actually. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. You might have a little flick through your Twitter and be like, these lot of pricks. <laughs> I feel like it'd be good to actually... Because you, you can judge a person like that, but if you don't know him, what you never know. He might be a lovely yeah. guy. He's I've actually met him in well. real life, to be fair. Have you? Right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Back in like 2015. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got a picture of me because I went to one of those shows on crutches. But like, I I think it'd be a good laugh having someone like that. I'm not a really high-profile person, mm. but someone enough in the public eye that I'd spark a good debate. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, that's what I, I'd love to get someone on who I just absolutely complete, completely like disagree with, like in every possible sense. Like it would that's be, it. it would be hilarious. Like uh, to be fair, I did have an episode with one of our first, our first guest we ever had on was a was a bloke called George Aylett. and I know him because he went to my uni and he he was like he's a master's student or like a PhD student or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've seen he's quite like he had like two hundred and fifty k followers, so I just thought. Hello, I'll boost the views. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> but he's he literally just was the complete like antithesis to every to a lot of the things. Probably not everything, but like to a lot of things. I and I but because he, I sort of saw him as doing me a favor by coming on the podcast, I didn't really go into him as much as because I because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking if if he has a shit time, he's not going to promote it on his Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I yeah, like, I was like, but I would love to have someone like him back on again now because I'm pretty so, pretty convicted of our like, own audience. I think like we've got a, a good core there, so I don't really need. Well, obviously, love mm. love more views, of course. Um, but I'm not really bothered about upsetting people. No, of course. At this point, but I, I've always have yet. Who's the most like? ambitious guest you tried to get on as well this is a good one like if you proper just like fired off an email and been like i'm that yeah, never yeah, gonna yeah. come on both galliers really yeah, yeah why not you throw why? shit at the wall mate <laughs> yeah, you throw some shit at the wall something will stick yeah um well i mean it proved it with tom grennan like but no yeah. um yeah we tried we actually got a response from from Berthler managers. To be fair, like they were rude. I bet, I bet they were charged. They were asking for a fee, weren't they? No, they just said they really? haven't got time. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, obviously, we tried around the time we got Andrew Cushing on after working with Noel. Mm. We thought we could have an in there because we've just interviewed the guy he's been working with. So maybe they've spoken about it. I don't know. That was our thinking, anyways. Was like yeah. we've done it. He's been with Noel. They're working together now. Yeah. That could be it. And we got a response. And they were like, oh, I ain't got any time right now. Get in touch in the future. And same with Liam Gallagher. But the guy was like really helpful. He was like, oh, I'll put you on the um, the press list for early releases and stuff like that. Oh, nice. So that was quite cool. Um, mm. But you got to try it, haven't you? Yeah, yes. <laughs> you got to try. I was just thinking there that when you were talking about like having someone on that you disagree with, I'd love to get an artist on that hit. Like who? But I, I, well, I'm not going to say that. But I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to have my opinion turned. Mm. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Right, I'll, I'll give you a name. Matt Healy. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I can back that, yeah. I'd love to get a, someone on a prick. 
yeah. like him. Yeah, but have my opinion changed? I love, I love his, I love his music, but I just think him as a person, you know. No, because he's a, he's a, he's a knob. Like, yeah. I, I did used to like the music, but like he's just such an egotistical wanker. Mm. But I'd love to speak to him and then be like, "Wow, he's actually a nice guy." Yeah, put that in the opening line of the email, mate. <laughs> yeah. Come on, the podcast. come change my mind. <laughs> you know what? If it was something like that, it probably would. <laughs> oh, do you know what? He actually, yeah, this that would yeah. prove your point. He'd be like, "Oh, this guy thinks I'm an egotistical wanker. I'm going to come on his podcast." Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I I've done some proper like outrageous ones. Like um, I DM'd the you know the politics rule account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, DM'd him. Didn't reply. Tried to get the guy on. Didn't reply. I don't I don't actually like that account. I the, I'm the worst for doing it when I'm drunk as well. I have a few drinks and I'm like, all oh, right, let's let's fire off a few. Fire a few That's I'm trying it. to think who else I've done. I can't oh, dunno. I we was we've we've been very close to getting Emily Hewitson on the podcast. Do you know How she come is? You yeah. Didn't? yeah, yeah, costume, mate. Costume. Yeah. Uh, well, off the back of the Emily Rachel episode, actually, she like replied to our tweet where we were promoting it, saying like, "Oh, I love this how or something like that." Um, and I was like, "Oh, will you come on our podcast or some shit?" Um, so like, she followed us. She still follows us. Um, follows us, and like, I followed her back. We the IDM there and was like, "Yeah, you know, come on the podcast, whatever." She did. She was like, didn't reply for a couple of weeks. Messaged her again got a reply saying oh um i'm shit at replying to my twitter dms gave me a number um mm. so oh. what's yeah there you go <laughs> maybe she didn't want the podcast after all maybe it was just me <laughs> <laughs> um gave her a number gave gave me her number and i messaged her on whatsapp still didn't reply um so i sort of just gave up to be honest because he didn't want to seem like a bag. And then when we were doing that whole, when we did that Euro sweepstake, which you were in, yeah, she yeah. was she was in that as well. Like she DM'd us and was like, yeah, put me in. Oh, really? And I was so like, I don't know. She's clear. I don't know. She's, she probably maybe, I think she thinks she's a bit above, a bit above it. Because she's been on like a few, I think she's been on like talk on radio like, a couple of times yeah, and like yeah, yeah. Chibi News, I think maybe she's been on. So I think she's maybe thinking other but i mean fair play it's uh, probably she at the end wait. of the day she, she goes on but andrew mar is a guest in the crowd and she's like oh featured yeah. on andrew mar it's like no you weren't you were just in the crowd because you paid for a ticket yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah so i don't know but yeah I, I've, I always try and be a bit ambitious and you know but uh well, well that's the thing that you gotta be haven't you if you don't yeah, buy, you, you don't, get, like, if you don't, don't buy a ticket you won't win the lottery mate <laughs> exactly. exactly how it goes so yeah Spot on that exactly exactly um we'll play we'll talk a little bit about i mean we're not really going to talk that much about politics we'll talk a little bit about it um i've got a little game lined up for you mate so i'm gonna i'm gonna say an artist or a musician either or uh you tell me which political party you think they'd vote for oh are you up for it yeah definitely it's morrissey in there Uh, maybe <laughs> all right, all right. I'll go down the list, right? Liam Gallagher. Well, he's a labour, isn't he? Through yeah. and through. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Okay, Noel Gallagher then. <laughs> Different end of the spectrum, I reckon he'd be Tory. Yeah, hundred. <laughs> he's hundred percent. Got that working class background, but he's definitely like no, he's, he's, he's on his roots, hasn't he? he? Has he's got he's gone away from his roots massively. Um, 
Tom Grenham, what vibe did you get from him? Working class. It sounds like he's from the suburbs in London, like council estate sort of thing. So I reckon Labour, definitely. Labour. I could be wrong, but I think he's from Bedford. Is, is he? it him? I, I could be wrong, but that's Bedford's near me, like in Milton Keynes. So I could be wrong, but I think he is. Um, Sam Fender. You see, he would be Labour, but I think it's all an act with Sam Fender. You reckon? Yeah, I've got I've got no time for him actually. He's another one. Just no really? time. Really? Um, because he called me out that one time on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. What actually happened then? Oh, he cancelled another show, mm. and I just I just all I did was reply with the streets, dry your eyes. That was it. <laughs> that was it. And he had a massive go at me. I thought, all right, shut up, you weird freak. <laughs> and then he put, oh, weird freak, is that the best comeback? You...? And he said that. And then he deleted it instantly. Yeah, so, yeah I think no I, it's, not, it's probably not a good look to argue with random people on Twitter when you're, <laughs> when you're Sam Fender, is it? Or when you're... Nah, yeah. No, nah. he's, um, he's got an image now of the working class side from Newcastle, even though he's moving to America. And he's is like... It? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's trying to live up to that Bruce Springsteen image he's got going, and uh, I, I like his music as well. But <laughs> I like, his, I do like his music. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm I actually, I'm actually it, seeing him at uh, Transmit Festival in a, next weekend. It'll be good that bit, but yeah, no time for him. He's tiring. Oh, I'll, 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 take, I'll take, I'll take a sign that says like Dan Smith thinks you're a twat. So I'd love that bit. <laughs> um, Morrissey. Green Party. Green Party? Yeah, it's just a weird, just a weirdo, isn't he? He's a bit weird. <laughs> he just want to stand out and do something different, when not he? You rec- yeah, I reckon you're probably yeah. right. Um, Tom Ogden. Labour again. Like, yeah. they're, they're all, you know, from that Manchester scene, they're all just Labour. Yeah. Even if we don't actually believe it, just for their own public image, they'll vote Yeah, Labour. yeah, yeah. Do you see Tom Ogden... Uh, got married a week or so ago and he had his dog his, like walk down the aisle and stuff with yeah. it yeah I, I thought it was um they had like a Beatles cover band at the reception and I thought it must be a weird pressure playing for a big band at the yeah. wedding night playing <laughs> for a yeah surely yeah, like, yeah. they just all get up and just do the music themselves <laughs> like oh this is a bit shit yeah, <laughs> we should do it better that's actually yeah. true I didn't even think about that yeah imagine being the band playing at the wedding of a front man of a band like a yeah, good yeah. band yeah Jesus fear pressure that um, Liam Frey you probably say Labour again uh, yeah yeah but I, again I don't think they've actually got that I don't think they care no like people like that no, like, yeah. I think Liam Gallagher does I feel mm. like because of where he was but Liam Frey just comes I feel like he's another one who just doesn't he, he cares about anything that impacts himself mm. But he don't care about society. Okay. Okay. Um, and final one, Ian Brown. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I can say. I mean, he uses Twitter on his mate's phone, apparently. So does he? I don't know. Well, that's that was the rumor. Yeah, he goes, I ain't got one of these iPhone devices. I tweet on my mate's iPhone. I was like, probably yeah, it's probably subscribed to some mad conspiracy. Look like iPhones give you like brain tumors or something. I, I have no idea. Mm. He probably just votes for himself. He probably <laughs> would, yeah. He's probably right. Probably, well, he, he, he was actually meant to be at, at Transmit Festival as well, but then pulled yeah, out. He, or, he or, I don't know if he pulled out or... Yeah, it's because I think Transmit are doing like the lateral flow tests and stuff. 
Well, you think this whole massive conspiracy yeah, COVID, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But they but they replaced him with with the snuts, which I was absolutely delighted about because I love the snuts, um, especially their recent album. I think it's class. So, so what sort of music are you? Obviously, you're into like similar sort of music. But who would like your favorite band be? I don't know. To be honest, it changes all the time. Um, no, but if you uh, all we time. always use one. Uh, if you was on a desert island, and you could take, if you could listen to one band. Take one album. Yeah. What album would it be? Oh, because mine's always Rise and Fall of the Stardust by David Bowie. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, that's difficult. That's very it difficult. Is, it's push on the spot. <laughs> it's difficult as well because I don't actually know. I know the artist would be the Beatles. Mm, I don't know which, which album it would be. Yeah. yeah. Because there's I so mean, many, and I and I forget which songs are on which album. To be honest, yeah. Because so. Beatles, like, I instantly go to Abbey Road, of course. But then mm. I think about it, and then I'm like, White Just Album is White Album. Yeah. And then you think, Oh, Sgt. Pepper's. You can't not take that. And then you're like, Oh shit, Yeah. Fun fact about the White Album: My granddad's got an original pressing of it, and it's probably worth thousands. You claiming that in the will? <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. <laughs> I definitely won't sell it. <laughs> Depends. No. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's to be fair. That leads into quite nicely to my next question. I was going to ask you what your favorite. I was going to ask you what your favorite album artist is of all time, but presumably it's David Bowie, and presumably the favorite album. Yeah, yeah. Rather for it's one of those albums which just mesmerizes me every time from start to finish just the whole so here's a concept album it's about a bloody bisexual alien in space watching the last five years of society crumble and you're like that shouldn't work yeah that shouldn't be a thing and yet it does it is it does and you know that just pays tribute to the genius and obviously back in the 70s when it got released it was just different to everything else he essentially created this whole new genre of music because obviously it was like very punk heavy rock and roll mm. and he brought changed the wave which obviously led into uh, inadvertently bands like stone roses the smiths which has then led to oasis acting monkey so i feel like oh, he's yeah. had one of the most other influential than, other than the beatles yeah other than the Beatles, I think it's got to be the Beatles first, just because even though, you know, people will say oh, Beatles are shit, but what they were able to manoeuvre with limited technology, imagine what if they're, what we've got today. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah, I went, I went yeah. to Liverpool like last couple of months ago mm. and it was just like, it, they, we were saying, like, I, went, I went with Danielle, my, my girlfriend, and we were taking the piss because like there's Beatles stuff literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So we were, we were walking around going, oh, do you reckon the Beatles are from Liverpool and all that? But like, <laughs> you just would milk it. But we went to the Cavern Club. Yeah, um, yeah. And like, actually, there was like a guy there who was just, he was obviously performing all the Beatles songs and stuff. And it was just, it was so obviously, it's, it was so surreal being in that place where you think, you know, the, the, the Beatles in, you know, the 60s and stuff, they, they were performed here. This was there. And I'm sitting here, you know, 60 years on nearly listening to the Beatles in, in the camera, not the Beatles themselves, but listening to the Beatles songs mm. in the house for us. That's proper cool. Though. I quite enjoyed it. But yeah. Well, I was actually in Liverpool at weekend, um, went to go see Liverpool Chelsea. Very good. Mm. Bad result, but it was, um, the, the way, like, obviously, like you said, Beatles is everywhere. It is, Liverpool, yeah. It's, it's the football and it's the Beatles. Yeah. But the only personality yeah. traits are Liverpool. Yeah. 
But the fact that it was the 60s and today people from around the world travel just to go to the Cavern Club and to go to a museum mm. pays testament to the impact they had on the world. Yeah. And I, 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 in Manchester, that Oasis haven't done that. Stone yeah, Rose not, not the that. same. Like, no, definitely not. No, like no one has ever done that mm. the same yeah. as what... They're just a whole tourist attraction, Beatles like the did. Beatles, aren't they? There's there's a whole thing. There's like the Beatles Museum as well, which we I did go to, and that was really cool. And it's just yeah, you saw people from all over, you know, all over the world there, and you know, they're they're a whole political sort of entity as well. Yeah, the, yeah. the amount of stuff, especially John, even just John Lennon by himself. Mm. Um, you got a thing like people go to London to go see the London Eye and see Big Ben. People go to Liverpool for the Beatles. Yeah, like, I think you're probably it's right weird because it's such a weird city isn't it it's not mm. like near anything else it's just isolated in the northwest as a mm. main port and that's where this weird band who did mushrooms and yeah. sung about fucking mythical beings mm. changed the world yeah it's weird how, uh, how much power music has on yeah. society I'm real in it it's, it's quality yeah. um, I love it <laughs> yeah it's, it's class it's yeah. class I'll, uh, we'll, we'll sort of finish up talking a little bit about something a bit more serious but I think it's important to talk about and I've quite found it quite interesting um, that obviously you've been doing on talk tonight which is uh, the I think it's called the one day at a time series yeah yeah of, yeah definitely blog posts do you want to sort of obviously uh, do you want to sort of talk us through it so the audience explain what it is explain why it's important especially in sort of the context of you know being a public platform and social media as well yeah yeah so one day at a time. Well, it's not. It's on talk tonight, but it's not my story. Story of a good friend of mine, Sam, who attempted suicide. And we, the day after, he told me, said, "I tried to kill myself last night. I still want to kill myself." So I thought, right, okay, shit. What do I do? Yeah, and it's a tough what, one. It's a tough one, isn't it? And what I would do in that situation as I do whenever I feel down, is I try to put it into something creative. Mm. I try to do take my mind off things. So I thought, right, what we can do for you is just write a diary. Um, and we'll diarise everything. And I feel like this will be good for you because you'll see where you were and you'll see how you progress because things do get better. Mm. And sometimes just writing your thoughts down, if you feel like that, Instead of going and doing it, if you just write it down, you feel better. Mm. It, it's, it, gets, it's, it puts the, it somewhere, doesn't it? It's the old adage of when you um when you're mad at someone, you write a letter and you save it for three days, and you go back and you don't want to send it anymore. You don't want to send that letter because you've changed your mindset's different and you've grown as a person. So that was the idea, and we started it the day after. Obviously, speaking about suicide, raising awareness. Because I mean, he's what twenty three years old, man bisexual not too sure about who he is what he wants to do depressed and just raises awareness to all those different things and now you know we're going to see Cortina's in a couple of weeks happy as Larry got a job got a house like look at how he's changed in those two months and he can look back and think I can't believe I was like that and that's, I suppose, what the story of one day at a time is about, is that you take it one day at a time, and you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows, but you, you do get better. Mm. 
And to be honest, I mean, for me, it that whole idea was just like to help him cope. And what we're thinking now is that it could turn into something else because mm. he is better. Obviously, you're never going to fully lose that mental state once you're there. But we're thinking if we could do something, like if we could show that in some sort of film or documentary where of being that low and we could show it how it progresses just to raise awareness, um, we're thinking of putting this together into like a documentary sort of thing. Mm. Um, and then from that, hopefully we can get some mental health charities involved and we'll see. It's very early days and that we've only spoken yeah. about it a couple of times, but um, that's the, obviously we didn't think this at the beginning, it was just a coping thing, but now we're thinking, right, it's helped one person. Yeah. How do we now show it to a wider audience and help more people? Yeah, definitely. It's that on its superb work, um, obviously from yourselves as a platform and um, from, from Sam himself, you know, uh, props to him. Yeah, it's brave. It is it's brave. Very, it's, it. just, it's very, yeah. very brave. I mean, I, I like I say, I've read, I can't say I've read all of them, but I've, I, I do read, I read the first one uh, definitely. And it really, it was really hard to read actually. Um, it, it was, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's, um, there's some bits that are actually taken out um, just because the when I don't want to show, I'm not going to say I wanted to censor him, but I felt like it was too raw yeah, to yeah, show. Yeah. Um, but obviously that was, his whole stories of sexual assault and stuff like that. And it's like, it's stuff that affects millions of people mm. who don't talk about it. Mm. And yeah. I feel like if one person shares it, it was like the Me Too movement, one person shared it and it was a mm. domino effect. So if we can do that, Obviously, we've put well, we've not got the platform to do it on that level, but if we can just create like a short, what we want to do is create a short documentary series, one day at a time. Maybe take it from month one to month 12, 12 episodes, and then if we did that and show how you go from the bottom to where you can be, I think that'd change lives. Yeah, I know, I hundred percent, and it's it's like you say, so important, and regardless of how big the platform is, I think you know, someone coming out and talking about this thing so honestly and like you say, so bravely um, where, where like you say, the issues that affect millions of people um, and if it makes a difference to just one person, then, and it already has, it's That's it, man. no doubt, That's it. no doubt made a difference to, to more people as well um, who, you know, you might not know about who just read it. It's obviously made a difference to them and it's, it's so, so important and it's, there's, you just can't fault it. You can't fault that that kind of that kind of work and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, man. Like I say, just completely hats off to to you guys as a platform. Mm-hmm. And you know, just, I've found it so it's so important. You know, I'm ne- I'll, I don't think I'll ever, I think I'll ever stop shouting about mental health issues and like stuff like that. I think it's just so so important. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't really say anything more. Yeah, man. it's like what we're saying now. Yeah. How do we come up with something innovative to separate us? <laughs> Obviously, I'm always, the business side of me is always thinking. But... Yeah, man. No, no, no. It was honestly like it's, <laughs> but it's like it's not only is it like it's it's obviously you're not you're not just going oh yeah I oh, want this want this to boost the boost the platform. Obviously, that's not what the whole aim is, but it's the fact that you've taken not only something that is going to be good you know obviously you know it's going to be good for like yourselves but you know it's going to be good for the person in question and then you know that as a result of if you increase your sort of 
audience from it you know more people are going to be receiving this ultimately very helpful content so it's 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 a great strategy it's one of those things that we don't promote it on the um on the website it's not on the home page it's not got it's it has got its own page but you can't find if you know what i mean it's not Mm. in like the tabs or anything Mm. so they get posted once and then if you want to find it you are able to but it's not like it's something we're promoting for clicks or for views no exactly just there mainly as a diary for him yeah exactly for other people obviously we've got the tags mental health and they find it and Mm. yeah we go from there very good very good stuff uh, do you want to shout out your your sort of socials and your on all your websites and stuff for for our I audience? I would love to. Yeah, it is literally at Talk Tonight HQ on everything. Lovely, nice and easy. That oh, yeah, it's very easy. <laughs> I wish we were that. I wish we could have it that easy. But Pint of Politics is, was taken on Twitter, so we're a Pint of Politics on Twitter. Then just Pint of Politics. It's it's an absolute nightmare. I have to do like three <laughs> different three different socials. It's an absolute That's mess. Uh, final question that we'll wrap up with. Um, where do you see the podcast and the sort of platform in five years or so? What's the what's the aim? In five years, <clears throat> I think we'll be the biggest music podcast platform in the world. Speak we will overtake into, enemy. Speak into existence, mate. I like it. Well, I like the optimism. I mean, enemy shit nowadays anyway, <laughs> so it's not hard. <laughs> but that will we will be growing rapidly over the next few years it's a great opportunity to great time to get involved um because anyway. you know in a couple of years you'll be looking at us and you'll be like fuck i can't i can't believe i turned them down liam gallagher um, <laughs> yeah that's there the end anyway I'll, I'll be saying hey, go back to episode 39 of our podcast and we uh, spoke to <laughs> I, one I was of them on there. I was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice one mate we really appreciate uh, giving up your time, mate. Appreciate good yeah, chat. Thanks for getting me on, mate. No, really no problem at all. Yeah. No problem. I wish you all the, all the best. I mean, I might even. Are you going to Cortina's at Old Trafford? Yeah, I am. Mate. I am. Oh, same, mate. Same. I might bump into you. Who knows? Got so many people. I, need to I know. Literally, every, I might just every, not go. Every man, every man and his dog is going. I'm going to end up seeing uh, like so many different people from Twitter. It's going to be weird. I'm, um, I'm wearing yeah. a board cap. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I might just wear like a bucket hat and sunglasses, like just so yeah, no one no, recognises. No, 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 it's me. Yeah, That's yeah. how I like it, anyways. Yeah, good Blood stuff. Radar. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, please do get involved with our socials. Uh, you've you've obviously heard talk tonight and their socials please do go over there because they honestly have some really really good content uh podcast is superb yeah we do we do they do they do <laughs> <laughs> you gotta back yourself mate you gotta back yourself um yeah no if, if music's what you're into i mean if you're not into music you're a bit weird but uh that kind of music <laughs> obviously is what you're into then uh yeah it's definitely something worth worth going over and i'll link all the socials and stuff in our in the episode description for this this episode for us for our socials if you're a regular listener you'll probably know we are at a pint of politics on twitter we're also pint of politics on instagram uh we're on tiktok as well pint of politics <laughs> uh, i'm trying to crack that one still uh don't know how that's going but we'll see and then we've also got a website www.pintofpolitics.wordpress.com thank you very much for listening we really appreciate all your support and we'll speak to you again next week mm-hmm.